Hi, I'm Chanel, agency owner, marketing coach, speaker, and your official human sunshine. I've been in marketing since 2009 and have run a successful strategy and content marketing agency since 2018. Jaded by my corporate life, I quit my job to travel the world and start my own business. I've learned so much in my business journey and I want to share it with you. The Sunshine Podcast for Women in Business offers marketing advice for industry professionals and inspiring stories for women netting life and business. If you love the podcast, please subscribe and share with someone who would enjoy it too. But for now, sit back, relax and enjoy your daily dose of sunshine. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Sunshine Podcast for Women in Business. My name is Chanel, and today I have got the lovely Jade in our virtual studio. Jade is the owner of Beautiful Body Society and helps women of all ages unlock the power of their period and hormones by adopting a sync-to-cycle approach to health, food, and fitness. They offer a holistic approach to hormone health, and are helping women all over the country take control of their health. I'm delighted to have Jade here. I have heard so much about her. I've been following her business for years. Um, I've seen her nominated for awards. I believe she's won some awards, which she can probably tell us about. And when I saw the work that she did like all those years ago, I just thought, gosh, this woman is impressive. She's someone I probably need to actually meet for a consult. And she's someone I definitely need to get on the podcast. So I've got a lot to unpack with you, Jade. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you for inviting me. I'm like so excited. And thank you for that intro. <laughs> that was of gorgeous. Of course. <laughs> you to look back isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah well you know running a business is 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 not easy so um and you've, you've been in business for a couple of years so that's probably a good segue into you tell me about you tell me about your business tell me about what you do and who you do it for and why you do it what's your journey yeah so it it kind of starts so I've been in the fitness and health industry now for roughly 14 years and that has been um like a great journey. I've I sort of always worked part-time teaching fitness classes and Pilates, which was really nice. Um, um, and I worked corporately. When I got pregnant, I um it is a really long story, but I'll I'll definitely shorten it for you. I basically um I got pregnant and I I'd never been off of the pill or contraception or anything like that prior to um getting pregnant. And thankfully for us it was it was only a few months um, of like trying, but in that time, my periods weren't regular. They were completely full on. Um, I'd suffered with a lot of gut issues and migraines um, in the in the past, but there was no answers. It was just kind of change pills, whatever, get on, get on with it. So I um I didn't really like kind of piece all the information together at that point. I got pregnant, um, went through my pregnancy, had a bit of a crazy pregnancy um I ended up with a heart condition um which it w- was is, is like a it, it can happen um so it's not uncommon but um then coming out of my pregnancy I was diagnosed with um Hashimoto's so an autoimmune condition that affects your thyroid and you know the thyroid being one of the major glands for um the hormones so this like completely started to coming out of the pregnancy um and being a new mum and trying to 
understand my body during my pregnancy I actually put on 30 kilos um because of the the heart stuff I wasn't able to exercise or move and mentally that really affected me because exercise is a huge factor in my life as I said I've I've done it and I've I teach it and I just I just love it like my, my favorite thing is I just love teaching exercise classes so um I I was like really emotionally eating my way through the pregnancy um, and just trying to deal with like I was fainting and having all these bits and pieces that were going on. So it wasn't that fun. Um, and I think being from a, you know, healthy, fit young person to then going to pregnancy and coming out of it, f- feeling like I didn't recognize my body. I didn't understand what was going on. Um, and that's when I was like, right, I'm not going back on any contraception. I'm just going to let my body do what it what it wants to do. So um, I did. And it was like, what the hell? You know, like these, um, I had quite heavy periods. I still had the migraines, that like period wipeout. Um, I used to get like a lot of skin rashes, anxiety. So all of these types of symptoms that I was just like, okay, I have to deal with these every month. Now, I um didn't really um when I was diagnosed with the Hashimoto's it was like something that I was like I'm going to heal myself naturally from this I'm not going to go on like you know what was roughly um, recommended by my doctor was like to go on thyroid medication um but we like she's really great and we had this open conversation about like the reasoning behind, you know, why why maybe I shouldn't and how to really focus on healing my body. So that was my focus was really how to just heal my body. So I went out and just started to study and learn and understand, you know, nutrition and um and you know exercising um properly for for my body, for my thyroid, for my hormones. Um and just went on this like learning journey. In the meantime, I went back to work in the corporate job ended up being made redundant six weeks after going back <laughs> with a new baby. So that was uh, almost like a blessing in disguise. And at that point, my husband said, just start to teach classes from home. You love doing it. It can be something really easy that you can do. Um, and then from there, I literally just was teaching classes and seeing women feel the same as me with these crazy periods, um, period wipeout, unable to like you know, just the crazy symptoms pre-period, the period um, being heavy or painful and and all these things. And, you know, stopping and starting their their gym classes and having weeks off to recover from their period. You know, all these things that I thought periods aren't meant to be like an illness. Like we're not supposed to feel scared of it every month. Um, So all the education that I was doing about myself, I was like, didn't think anyone else was interested in it at all. Um, and they all asking questions. So that's kind of like how the business was, was, um, born, like just literally from my trying to understand my own body and that's it. Um, and so from there, beautiful body society was born. It used to just be beautiful bodies with Jade. And then eventually it kind of gravitated. And now we have the new, um, get synced by BBS app. So that's an app. It's like an eight in one app that tracks your cycle. It does your your exercises, your nutrition, um, your um, uh, like yoga, meditations, Pilates. There's all sorts of um, goodness on there, but just basically like our my unique method that I've come up with to help women create a healthy cycle in a really 
like unique way that's bite-sized pieces and easy to understand because the biggest thing when I was studying and learning this was basically the information was so like hard to understand and then hard to place in my lifestyle. So that's the, yeah, that's kind of like the methodology behind Get Synced is just basically um, create an easy to understand process for women to then replicate that in their own lives like I did. You've got to make it easy. Like it is so overwhelming, you know, health and fitness and your body and your period. It's, it's a minefield. There's so much to get your head around. So I think that that's a really great unique selling point of the app is to make it really easy to give you that bite-sized information so that it's not so overwhelming that you actually just don't do anything because we all know that the moment we feel overwhelmed, we don't say, well, let's get to it. We go, Oh shit, that's too much for me to handle at the moment. Um, I love that story and I think that I've got so many questions and so many things I want to ask, but one of the things I wanted to say for the business owners that are listening to this podcast is the impetus for starting your business. You started your business because you were experienced something or had experienced something and realized, oh my gosh, there's nothing out there for women to like navigate how they can get the best out of their health and exercise and fitness around their cycle. Um, So it's a good lesson for anybody who is thinking of starting a business or who has started a business that you should always start a business with a why. And I think starting a business from uh, something personally that you've struggled with is always a good place to start. I know that in my agency, I often talk to businesses and, and they come with like a product or a service and I'm sort of like, so... So why, why is this product or service there? They're like, it's going to work. It's going to work. And they've got no market research or no experience to actually support that idea. So I think that that's a, a that's always really good footing to start a business as if you've experienced something and realized that there's no, there's no, there's nothing on the market that will, will fill that gap. And then you go and, and fill that gap. So I, I, lo- I love that part of your story. Um, now I haven't had kids But what I will say is that my body changed so much from my 20s to my 30s that it just broke me. And I know that that I hope that doesn't sound insensitive to people who have had children and who've had much greater changing bodies. But it was really hard for me. And that's the only way that I can sort of liken to your story it was so hard going from always having a super flat tummy to like not being able to see my hoo-hoo when I'm doing a wee-wee. Like It was just completely different. And it's really hard to get to know your own body and learn to love it. And also to understand what's going on inside your body, not just looking at the outside of it and going, oh, it's different, but looking on the inside and going, well, there's a lot more at play here. There is my hormones and there is my period and there is my cycle and and not being afraid to really understand what's going on. So I've really got on a journey with my health and fitness and nutrition to try and educate myself on what's happening in my body. But I've still got a long way to go, which brings me to my next question. Talk me through the female cycle because I get a period every month. I'm 34 years old. I should know. And I definitely do not. I think I heard the other day that like at one point in your cycle, you get like a surge of motivation and, and da, da, da. So I'd love for you to just talk me through a woman's cycle. I bet you there's women like me who are listening to this right now going, I should really know more about my cycle and what's going on in my body. So talk me through it. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, in the in the BBS methodology, we break it down into four cycles. Oh, sorry, four four phases. Um, phase one is the period phase. So obviously that's your phase that you're bleeding in. Um, we also call this. So I'm gonna talk talk you through the names that um I've put into them. So I feel like that helps you navigate and um, I guess in the get synced app, that's the word of that phase so you can kind of go oh okay in this phase it's refresh so I am not going and doing all the crazy things I'm trying to refresh and 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 you know revive uh, you know whatever whatever phase you're in so I'll, I'll go through that so basically um phase one is your cycle phase uh, sorry is your period phase which is the start of your cycle roughly it depends on how long you bleed for but I normally find on average it's like one to five or one to seven days and we're going to go through the average cycle I know like so many women have lots of different um different lengths of their cycle and that's why I'm really big on on tracking it and understanding it mm. so you can then better know okay yep I'm ovulating or I'm not um and you know you I'm can like start to you just said like five to seven my my um what was the fa- the phase you called it Peri- my period, period. or oh, when yeah. you really I'm like yes two, but I get like I get crazy crazy cramps so I've got friends yeah. who get like no cramps but they bleed a lot or bleed for a lot of days whereas for me I don't bleed a lot I don't bleed for a lot of days but I get the cramps but yeah literally like two days yeah. and then pretty much done so anyway yes back to you so yeah so the the period phase we call this refresh so it's kind of a phase of refresh so you're not like striving to get goals you're trying not to go out and do all the crazy parties or drinking it's just a time for you to come in I say reflect on the month that you've had um, and start to really refresh all your goals Um, so this is the time that where normally I will come in and be like okay how was my last month? How was this period? Like I, I tend to use my period as a report card as to, okay, what type of stress did I go through? Um, how was my food and exercise? I mean, obviously for me, it's very much of a business focus. So how how did my business run this month? And that's the time where I come in and I, I tend to do all those um, behind the scenes kind of just reflection and, and re- refreshing my body. Um, obviously during that time, exercise and all and eating, you want to be making sure you're eating nice, low inflammation foods with lots of um, iron and protein. Um, your exercise at that point, I always say like, try not to go too intense. Like you want to be reducing inflammation at that time. So um, nurturing your body and really caring for it is, is really important because, um, and it's not just in that one phase, it's like a buildup of the whole the whole system. So once you finish that bleeding phase, we move into the follicular phase. Now um, in BBS, we call this the revive phase. So you're basically reviving from your, your period, your refresh phase into the reviving phase, into your follicular phase. So during this phase, sorry, I didn't mention in your period, um, your estrogen and progesterone, which are the two main hormones that I'll mention today, they're at their lowest at, at this time. Then you go to your follicular phase, your estrogen starts to rise. So estrogen is also responsible for building the lining of the uterus. Um, and that's what you shed when you have your period. So you shed that lining. So you basically build up an organ and then you release it every month. Um, so it's a hell of a lot of hard work. Yeah, it really I mean, is. You, you yeah, mentioned exactly. the period wiper. I call it period drain 
because I yeah. feel I feel exhausted. I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I've got adenomyosis, so I feel exhausted and like feverish and uh, like a zombie. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm in this like haze, which is crazy. And when you say it like that, you're you're building and shedding an organ. It's no wonder. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, we're, we're building up that lining now and estrogen, she, if you imagine um, our hormones, like our progesterone and our estrogen as um, like, you know, our two besties, estrogen is that hormone that is our party girl. So she's kind of a little bit more confident. She's, she's more adventurous. She wants to sort of get out of the house. I find um, some women in this revive phase, they kind of need a little bit more time to kind of, you know, basically revive their bodies. As as you said, you might feel like you need that little bit of extra space to really nurture yourself. Um, but it, it's definitely a time where, you know, that creati- creativity, the motivation sort of starts to come up. Estrogen works a little bit like an appetite suppressant and also balances your blood sugar. So you find like the cravings, the hunger, all of that, like you kind of feel like you've got to, you're in control of your your um, emotions, your hunger, your cravings, all of those things that sort of start to get out of control in the pre-period phase. So that's um, so you can start to increase your intensity of your workouts. Um, obviously, I always say nutrition is vital for the cycle and you need to be making sure you're eating enough food, you're eating lots of protein-based um, meals, and obviously you're going to be losing um, some blood. So you want to be making sure you're topping up those iron stores Um, But also just focusing on, you know, good quality carbohydrates, really healthy um, anti-inflammatory fats as well. So then we move into the um, ovulatory phase, which um, I call the achieve phase. So this is the time where technically, like as a female, we produce an egg um, and we're meant to make a baby. So we are... We, we feel more um, active, we feel more sexy, we feel more sensual at this time um, because this is the time where our body is, you know, we're getting busy, we're making babies. So um, our estrogen peaks at this time. So again, she's really peaking um, and you have that extra burst of energy and vitality and you just feel really confident within your skin. You also have a little bit of boost um, of testosterone in this phase as well. So, you know, your strength and building your muscle is really, um, you have the, you can tap into that at this time. Like you're not going to feel so fatigued after a workout or you probably find you can run a bit faster or lift a bit heavier because you do have that, you know, that male um, dominated hormone testosterone, which peaks, um, look, it's a tiny bit that rises during this phase. So take advantage, you know, of that. So that's your achieve phase. Then we head into luteal phase. Now, um, what happens is leading up to <clears throat> leading up to ovulation, what typically changes to know if you're starting to ovulate is your cervical mucus changes as well as like your symptoms sort of re- reduce. So mood, hunger, cravings, energy levels, and sleep all tend to be like at their best during ovulation. Um, as you start to move into the luteal phase, you start to get that drop of estrogen and progesterone takes over. So once the egg um, has been released um, it and it hasn't been fertilized, then um, the estrogen will start to drop and the progesterone, she's going to take over for the last um, bit of your cycle. So progesterone is... Um, she is out just chill at home type of bestie. She will want encourage you to stay at home, de-stress, relax. And that's really vital because 
we can um we we don't want progesterone uh, we want to keep her really high mm-hmm. um temperature changes so that's another way to know if your progesterone pops up is because she has this thermogenic effect on our body that slightly rises our temperature so you might have seen if you've done any period tracking before you've got the temperature there so the temperature rises that's the um knowing that your ovulation phase is finished and you're heading to the next phase um, and this phase can like, you know, it's roughly day 21 of your cycle, um, but it, it can be earlier or a bit later. It really depends on, on the individual. Um, but, you know, like um, generally speaking, that, that day 21. Um, and she is very stress sensitive um, because of that increase in temperature. You've got this thermogenic effect on your body. So she actually makes you your metabolism a little bit faster and makes you more efficient at burning fat. So this is this is the key for this phase of your cycle because you actually have this better efficiency of burning um, fat. So you actually can do less. Whereas we find, and in in today's society, we actually find we have to continue to work at this insane capacity every single day, and and we actually don't like, especially for females, we have a week to week cycle over one month whereas so we're like the moon you know we we come out and then we come we we hide away um men are like the sun they literally rise and then they they fall like their testosterone rises in the morning and then it drops in the evening and that's the same 24 hour cycle for them the whole month long whereas we have week to week (laughs) yeah so we have these different like week to weeks where we can unlock it so basically um with that rise in uh metabolism hunger can creep in as estrogen rises as well um we're lot we're losing that ability to maintain our blood sugar levels as as greatly so we want to be in this phase to reduce the hunger the cravings is to increase um you know your calorie intake but also make sure that you are getting enough um good quality proteins good quality fat so really anti-inflammatory foods in this time especially like if you're having any skin breakouts and things like that, you want to be making sure, you know, the fatty fishes, the, um, you know, avocados, the nuts and seeds, those type of um, omega-3s are really great for this phase. Um, and they will also help to stabilize the blood sugar um, as well, but also the prioritizing your protein, um, protein at every single meal. And you might want to add an extra meal or make sure that you've got like a healthy sweet treat or, you know, or a healthy, um, nice alternative to what you're craving. Um, and if that is like, you know, you love your chocolate, don't deprive yourself of it. This doing a really um, cautious way where you're not binging, but instead you're like stacking that with your meal. So you're not going to have a big um, spike in your sugar and then a big crash. Um, so, and then of course, the more you exercise, the harder you train in this phase, you will end up more hungry and having more cravings. So because your body has this better ability to burn fat because of that thermogenic effect and that rise in your temperature, you can actually go a little bit slower and less intense. So I sort of say um, to my you know BBS cl- uh, members and my, my one-on-one clients and my members in the in-person studio, like this is the time where you focus on your form, you focus on your breathing, your core, and it's almost like how functional is the move to better you know, when you get back to ovulation phase to then hit the goal that you want in that phase. So it's more of a conditioning style of work, a strengthening and a de-stressing. 
So any stress that you put your body through in that in that um, pre-period phase will also show up in your period as more intense because you've caused inflammation and stress in the body. Um, so we want to be like, you know, nurturing and filling our cup. So if you're, you know, having a bath or, or you know, like warming things are really great for that time as well. Um, you know, keeping the uterus nice and warm. Um, like, you know, at the moment, there's a big thing with cold baths and cold therapy. I definitely think during ovulation and pre-period, it's time for warmth in the body and really nurturing what's going on. Um, and I feel like, you know, we kind of put, we put like this one health trend kind of like at the top and then we kind of like, we have to do it every day. And I think as females being so stress sensitive, we can easily, um, our progesterone can actually be converted into cortisol, which is a stress hormone. So mm. if we're not nurturing that time, we can easily create more stress and more anxiety in that pre-period phase than, um, than actually just taking the time to sit back. So that pre-period luteal phase, um, I also call the support phase. So as you can see, like you're just wanting to support your body and just respect what's going on. If you don't feel motivated to go to the gym, it's probably because your body's telling you, why don't you just do some stretches and meditation instead? Or, you know, why don't you go for a walk outside and get that fresh air? Um, and if you're at the gym and you feel that motivation, then absolutely focus more on that, you know, those Pilates, those endurance style style work so that's like a big um then we go back to you know phase one again so that's like we do the, the whole bloody thing again <laughs> and that's that's the process um and that's your cycle so that's basically what yeah what I teach teach women it's just so fascinating and I love that you've you know categorized it into those phases and we've given it a name um and I think it's a really good way to honor your body and honor what's going on because I do not track my period. I'm very lucky in that I don't get any of the PMS. Um, I just, I'm, I'm like, oh, it's pain and it's here. But I think I, I can feel when I've got that, what was the phase where you've just got like, I think it was the revive phase or maybe, the, no, when you're making eggs, when you're making eggs, I, I can feel yeah, when I'm making it. eggs, like yeah. I know, I know when that's happening, but it would be, it would be so nice and I should track it so that I can really give my body what it needs during that time because I do I push myself so much I don't allow myself to and you know business owner life right like we just don't allow ourselves to relax as much as we should and we feel like we always have to be on so um I'm going to based on what you've just said make more of an effort to understand what's going on in my body at what time and give it what it needs you mentioned um avoiding uh, inflammatory foods could you give us some examples of, of what what is a low inflammation versus high inflammation food. I think leafy green vegetables are good for low inflammation, right? So I guess it's probably more, you know, your um your trans fats, so your your fried foods that are all fried in like, you know, those um seed oils that can be very um pro-inflammatory. Um and other things like, you know, processed sugars, um, those types of foods as well. So they're the foods that we tend to Kind of crave in that pre-period phase and I guess like how technically you know if we think about the history of nutrition it's not like we're ever needing to eat a Mars bar like you know they have only been around how many mm -hmm. years so it's kind of like well maybe we're undernourished in another area and I do find a lot of women tend to um you know potentially under eat at different at the different phases or like they under eat and then follicular phase so the post-period phase and then they're like you know their metabolism just bites them in the butt heading into pre-period because 
their body's like, well, I can't maintain this stamina. Mm. Um, and we we actually need more, like, you know, you want to be increasing, um, you know, to pro- for your body to produce progesterone and to have that proper phase. You know, we need carbohydrates. We need these, these good quality whole foods. So I guess I have a bit of a principle that I like to focus on whole foods. I don't believe in like cutting anything out, but mm. I think when we are trying to honor and respect our cycle uh, and we want to make changes to our cycle and if it's to our skin or to our the way our body um, is functioning, we sometimes do have to focus on how can we reduce the inflammation in our body. And that doesn't always, you know, we can increase the omega-3s. So, you know, as I said, those fatty fishes, um, the nuts and seeds, avocados, those types of um, good quality um, fats. And then we can also, um, you know, have a better quality carbohydrate. So, you know, low GI carbohydrates, like, you know, root vegetables, potatoes, yum. <laughs> um, and, um, you know, rice, those beautiful whole grains that actually help to, you know, nourish. They've got lots of B vitamins that help to manage stress. So, mm-hmm. you know, all of these things, um, that they make up a big picture and of the female body. And I think we tend to kind of like jump on a trend or we do something. And, you know, for us females, it really it's just takes not sustainable, like yeah. detrimental. Yeah. It's really um, detrimental, you know, to our, to our health. So I think we need to, uh, if we, we start to honor and respect this, it does, it really, makes a huge difference to the way you know our cycle is in our body our body functions mm, no absolutely and I mean it, it makes it makes perfect sense I, I think it's great that it's, it's great what you're doing because it is building so much awareness on how you do really need to listen to your body and, and and you know build your routine around your cycle because it does influence so much um so in the last few minutes I'd like to just talk a little bit about business so um, we've got about six minutes left, but you can, you can go for as long as you like. Um, what have been some of your biggest, uh, lessons that you've learned in setting up and running your business? Yeah, well, I think it's, I'm going through this transition at the moment where I'm actually redoing a lot of things. So I went into my business and I kind of, as I said, it was kind of just off a whim. I absolutely love business. My sister and I had a business prior to um, me opening up this. So it's always been something that I just really love. And I don't know if it's just that that inner achievement that I get, but um, I guess when I started and I opened, I had never run, I guess, like a coaching style business either. Um, my Our other business was product-based. And then of course I was running fitness classes and personal training. So that was different to being this like coaching model. So, and then of course, bringing into like a, um, an online platform, um, which, you know, kind of has taken three years to, to come to like proper fruition. But I guess the process for me um, and what I'm experiencing now coming up to my third year um, running BBS was that I, it's not sustainable the way I'm running it in the past. And um, that is the big factor behind, um, why I feel like I need this change. Like I just feel like um, I can't sustain how I was running it before and I really want to create long-term goals, but I can't do it with the current business model that that I, that I have. Mm. So that's been really tricky because it's meant I've had to like really restrict myself to, you know, how many clients I can take on. And instead of I guess being the main focus of the business is is like the information that I have in my brain about all this this stuff. 
um, I had to step back and work like on the business rather than be mm. in the business. And, um, you know, there's multiple factors of my business. I have an in-person studio. We've got an online app and then I run coaching and nutrition. I also do DNA and gene analysis as well. So there's lots of um, factors to my business. So to step back and go, okay, I'm not actually not taking on anything else does impact my income because, you know, I'm the main person in my business. So um, that, that sense I've created, I'm going back and recreating a lot of processes and procedures to really align with the goals, um, and not overwork myself. Um, I also just, um, creating a new, um, program with, with my sister who does, um, marketing and digital marketing and stuff. And that is based off of me going through a phase in my business where I was feeling exhausted and burnt out. And kind of starting to understand, I love my business. It's like my third arm, but this is not how I see the business sustainably running forever. Like, you know, I do want to make this into something a lot more than what it is. So I have to make these changes now before, yeah, I get to that burn, burnout phase. So, um, and that's kind of also what I want to teach other women is how to tap into um you know, learning how to run your business and and maintain your health goals, maintain a healthy cycle, but also remembering that the female of the household, our moods and the way that our these like hormonal fluctuations change really impact the way our family respond. Mm-hmm. And I've had that like at first hand with, you know, my daughter and my husband being impacted by me being stressed out or working late or doing all these things. And I thought like I created this to, you know, to, to create a better quality life for me and my family. And I, and all I'm doing is just working more intensely and not actually sustainably having a business that can be replicated and I can, you know, mm-hmm. bring in other people that can do the same thing. Um, so yeah, so that's, that, that's kind of like, I'm really in this, this middle ground where I'm trying to change a lot of things which is actually really exciting like I've even chopped my hair off like we've renovated my office I've renovated like there's this big transformation happening so I'm um I'm really excited about it but as I said like it's taken um it's really it's really hard to take that step back when you are literally like the sole runner of the business um and you put your soul into it because yeah it's tricky so you raised a couple of really, really good points and I can definitely, um, what's the word, sympathize, relate, relate to a lot of what you've said. So I think firstly, like getting off the hamster wheel, as business owners, we're always so, we're always so guilty of just doing, you know, doing the work, doing the work, doing working in the business, working in the business that we don't make enough time to just stop and step back and and look at actually how things are running and if they're running as well as they should be. Um, so I definitely hear you with that. So for the for business owners listening to this, pencil in time to do business development. That's what I've started doing now. So um, I noticed that I was doing that. And then you start to fall behind. Um, you also like you sort of start to fall behind from your competitors, but you also sort of lose sight of what you're actually trying to achieve. So when you're just showing up and you just go, 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 um, you just start to muddy the waters a little bit. So I try and make Fridays my admin and business development days. I mean, 
I've got a, I've got a team, so I, I try and work on the business as much as possible. But I dedicate a lot of Friday to work on the business, and I've already seen the the results of that because I'm just taking a step back. So I think getting off the hamster wheel is a really really good lesson. Um, and then also pivoting and changing when you need to, and being brave enough to do that. Like, um, it's so important because your business is going to continue to evolve, and it evolves based on so many things, market changes, or what you want to change in your life, or um, you know, demands, or you know, whatever it is. You've got to be able to take a step back and be willing to make those changes because it's this. What's the saying? Like nothing changes if nothing changes. Um. And I'm a bit the same. I also like cut my hair and I was like, these are the changes I want to make in the business. Um, so I think that those are all really, really good lessons. And you also mentioned how you started your own business so that you could have more time with family and that it doesn't end up bloody happening, which drives me nuts. I started my own business so that I would have more time to do what I love, which is actually performing and singing and dancing and acting. Um, and I haven't done nearly as much of that as what I thought I was going to, because your business becomes your life, which I know is, you know, Jodie Neva talks about how if you don't, you know, set up your life first and then your business, your business becomes your life. And that's exactly what happened to me, um, which is why I call my business my beautiful monster because it's so beautiful and I love it. And it's given me so much in my life, but I also sometimes resent it. So if you're new to business or even if you're an established business and you're finding if you're seeing some of the things like you're burning out, you're working more in the business than on the business, you're losing your vision, you're feeling frustrated or you're resenting the business, um, it's probably time to take a step back and and reevaluate what what you're doing. Um, so those are all really, really good lessons. Um, Jade, you mentioned at the start of the the interview that you've got um, something coming up called the Inflow CEO. So if you'd like to just wrap up the podcast, letting people know how they can get in touch with you and also just telling us about the Inflow CEO. Yeah. So um, as I said, like mainly I work with like just women who do do business or they do their, you know, whatever they do, their moms or they work corporately. Um, but yeah, with my, Kind of like taking this back seat and really I, I was attracting a lot of women in business and we started to go well is your lack of motivation a lack of inspiration on the thing that you're actually doing every single day and then that's really filtering in your personal life into your health um and so we start I started with some of these one-on-ones that were business that were business um women that went like women that had businesses and going like okay really is your business actually making you sick making you you know not lose the weight or not um you know have this healthy lifestyle um and it's tend, tend to have this like big relation relationship so we within that I was like you know what I feel like this could be its own little baby um and I think with the process that like I'm running through with myself and really, really developing a lot of things in my business to just re-spark um, that excitement and that um, invigoration back into what I was doing. And as as you said, around, you know, like your competitors and things like that, there was definitely like there's some new technologies, there's new things that I'm not using that I know others are that I'm like, all right, I need to jump on this. I need to figure this out. I need to sort out how I can uh, adapt and change and create this this better model. Um, and that's um, that's like how the Inflow CEO like came about. So it's, it's a six-month um, process and you actually work across three different um, coaches all within doing it. So it's a one-on-one coaching um, 
uh, process, but we will be working in a, in a group setting as well. So we've got different experts coming in. We've got, um, you know, my, my sister will be there also helping with, um, you know, how to understand social media and digital marketing, those types of things. I'll be in there obviously running through my one-on-one program, which is, you know, I am looking into your own health, you know, devising your own plans, um, nutrition and your, um, your workouts. And, and then we have like an accountability, um, coach that then comes in and goes, right, well, this is all the info that you've been given. How are you maintaining this? How are you keeping up with this? What do you need to adapt and change? Um, so yeah, so it's a, it's a big program, but it's really designed for, for women that are in business that are just, are either like just starting out and don't want to risk their health, um, in their business or, women that are at this point where they're kind of like my health is lacking and lacking every year of my business or every few months or every month my period is like sending me crazy and I don't know how to get things in to my my cycle or understand my hormones um um, and as well as maybe create different ways that business could be done like I know um you know having a business coach um myself like I've had someone give me that bird's eye view as to what they um, can see and think as well as what I see and think. And it can be sometimes totally different, two different things. And having that reflection can be really great because you can then start to go, actually, that might be a really amazing idea. Or maybe I can, you know, like take this and, and just kind of sit with it and see how, how it plays out. And I think just, yeah, having a, 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 a new perspective and bringing some new life um, into yourself, but also into your business. Um, and of course, most of the time, the the energy of our business and who we're attracting in our business is a reflection of how we're doing ourselves. And I had a I had a phase um, in my business where um, I was feeling really flaky with it. I was kind of like, I was present, but I wasn't. And I was kind of struggling with where I said, where am I going? Um, I kind of had all these things that hadn't been launched and I found it really difficult to move forward. And I noticed that I started attracting these clients that were really similar and they just wouldn't show up to sessions or their sessions got dragged out. And it was just like, oh my goodness, like I have just that was really what tweaked me to go, I need to change this process because mm-hmm. I am not in love with it anymore. So how can I really fall in love with it? Um, so it's just that, you know, we have this special relationship with our business and it's just like raising a child, you know, raising, having a relationship with your friends or family or partner. You need to take the time to look back and, and, and reflect on how is it going? How can I change and what can I do to create a better relationship? Or are you ready to break up with that? Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean... Um, obviously we can't do that with little ones with kids but you know, there's absolutely ways that we can go okay I need to look at myself and I need to look at what's happening and how can we change so that's kind of been the drive and the procedure behind the inflow CEO is just again I guess a little bit of where I'm going oh my god like there's a phase my business was making me go oh I can't bother doing that or I can't bother doing this mm. and it was a reflection of how I was feeling in my business and what I do every single day. So I feel like that, you know, you you would know yourself, like that is so important. The mm. energy that we're putting out is what we're going to get back. So I definitely think that 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 that's basically the program. It's, yeah, it's really designed to kind of like, you know, help women get, have a healthier um, business, but also like a wealthier 
business as well. I love that. And I love the layers of it as well. It's like, it's looking at business, it's looking at your body, it's looking at your cycle, and it's layering those into like a, a Venn diagram of, I don't want to say perfection, but it's it's looking at everything because like you can't just look at one thing in isolation in your life, right? You've got to look at how they how they overlap and how they're going to work together. Um, and you know, even understanding your cycle also means that you can structure your your work month around the time where you're most motivated or most focused. So I love that the the CEO flow, flow CEO, um, looks, looks at all of that, you know, cause you can't just be looking at business or just be looking at lifestyle or just be looking at your food. You've got to look at all of them. So I think that that is a brilliant idea and I can completely relate with, relate to you on the, uh, the business stuff. Like it's awful. And it's, it, it's, I was going through that phase and, you know, kind of still am my business has been around for six years. Um, and you do, you just get to, you just get to two points with it where you need to shake it up. And so, so that's what I'm doing at the moment going, you know, what, what do we need to shake up to get me to fall back in love with my business? And that's, that's the wording that you use, which I think is, is a wonderful, um, and a wonderful phrase that you should use to promote your, your program, you know, fall back in love with your body and your business, I think is exactly yeah. what you'd get from, from, from coming to see you. So um, Jade, that that was so valuable for me, um, and hopefully to our listeners, just learning about you know the female body and our cycles, um, but then also learning some of your your business lessons. How can people get in touch with you? Yeah, so you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, like at Jade Laray or Instagram at Jade underscore Laray. I think I changed finally changed my Facebook to Jade Laray. It was Jade Emily, which is my middle name for a long time, and you have to like request to Facebook. So I think it's been changed, but if not, it's Jade Emily or Jade Larray. Um, and then of course the beautiful body society is, is that, um, we're in the process of, we do have a private Facebook group for the inflow CEO. That's the only thing that we have right now. Um, we're just, you know, in that new building phase of creating the program. Um, so it's, it's going to launch, um, well, it's, it's launching now, but we're going to open doors in August. So, um, we've actually running a workshop, obviously, you know, this is being recorded on the 16th of June, 23, but we've got a workshop running um, on the 19th of June, uh, which, yeah, which will be three over three days. Um, but yeah, um, and then on Instagram, Beautiful Body Society, and of course, just my website, beautifulbodiessociety.com.au, and it has all, all my info about working either one-on-one. Um, we've got the Get Synced app. The Get Synced app is in the Apple Store or Google Play Store, just Get Synced by BBS. So yeah, there's lots of different ways. And if you if you ever feel like you just need to ask a question or or have a chat, like I'm always open. I love chatting and connecting with women. So um, never hesitate if you kind of listened and was like, ah, I don't get this. Can you help me? Like absolutely reach out. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jade. Um, so, so valuable. Thank you for your time. And I'm looking forward to seeing where your business goes from here, because I think that you've got some great ideas, so much value to bring, and I'm excited to see where it goes. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. I, I really, um, really love, love it. So thank you for inviting me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sunshine Podcast for Women in Business. If you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also share this episode with a biz bestie who needs to hear it.